Welcome to episode two of the Synergy Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Gallagher, and today, essentially, this is our first sort of proper full episode. The first episode we did was more of a sort of taster and what to expect when we are listening to our podcast. And today we're going to be talking about all things habits. Now, we, I believe that everything starts with the habits that we do. And there's a great quote from the Greek philosopher, Aristotle, we are what we repeatedly do. There's obviously a bit more to it than that, but essentially the things that we do on a daily basis are what we are. Um, if you're somebody who goes to the gym regularly, you'll be a fit person. If you are somebody who likes to get lots of sleep and you might be a class as a healthy person so we are again what we repeatedly do and it's thinking of our habits in a bit more detail good bad and different things we want to maybe stop doing as habits things we maybe want to introduce as habits so there's lots of room for for maneuvering there we want to think about the compounding effect of our habits now to use unfortunately a negative example if somebody continually eats more calories than they should, does little forms of exercise, then the compounding effect of that is going to be increasingly putting on weight. Now, anybody who's tried to lose weight in the past will, will understand this one. And knowing that if you, again, neglect your diet for a long period of time, stop exercising or being sort of generally active on a regular basis, we slowly start to watch that weight increase. And even we might not notice it initially, but over time we start to see that progress and, and change in, like I say, in a negative way. But again, the reverse of that is also true. If somebody starts to increase their activity levels, go to the gym more often, then start to maybe control their calorie intake and, and decrease that to, to a significant amount, they'll then start to see the opposite effect happening and that the weight will start to come off again. So it's that compounding effect in a good way or a, a negative way, depending on which way you look at it and depending on the habit we're talking about um, and how we can use that to our advantage. The old adage of wanting to get 1% better every day. Now, if you can do these small little habits and routines day in, day out that are in a positive manner and make you feel better, look better then obviously that's a, a great thing and, and we obviously want to try and identify those and, and there's a few ways we can do that First of all, I want to look at and talk about basically like going to the core of what we're, we're looking to achieve and, and that's links to your identity, the person who you want to be. Now if you think of yourself as somebody who wants to be healthy, you want to be fit and obviously I'm relating this to health and fitness as, as that is the general sort of topic of the podcast but thinking about it in the, the sense of who, what kind of person do you want to be? Do you want to be the person who looks after themselves, keeps themselves fit, keeps themselves strong, keeps themselves healthy with the, the food we're consuming, the rest we're getting, the water we're intaking, all these different factors? If you are somebody who identifies as that, then you're more inclined to do it. You're more inclined to do these things on a regular basis. Sometimes we see people who feel they need to do these things simply to to stop feeling the way they feel, but they don't identify with it as a person. They just think it's a necessary evil, unfortunately, to, to get them to where they want to get to. So they're not actually bought into it as much as they maybe could be and what might make it easier because some people start exercise programs, start diets, and then slowly start to fade away because it's not they don't identify with it as who they want to be. They just feel they're almost being punished sometimes and have to do these things um, because because the, the the situation has arose that they're like I say before maybe put on weight, and they obviously nobody wants that to be the case. So they feel they've got to do something about that, but they feel they just want to get to where they were before in terms of maybe feeling the way they feel, but still being able to do the things they do currently. Now obviously what we do um, currently probably isn't working, but again they, some people do these exercise programs for six, eight, ten, twelve weeks, get a, some sort of result. 
and then revert straight back to the things they were doing before. So they've not actually changed who they are as a person. They've just done some things over that period of time that's helped. And then once that's finished, obviously, in their sort of mindset of that 10, 12 week period, they then go back to being uh, or doing, sorry, the things they were doing before. So it's just thinking about who you want to be as a person and then we can maybe link that to our habits. Does that currently reflect your habits? Are you somebody who, again, I use health and fitness as my example because I'm somebody who wants to be fit. I'm somebody who wants to be healthy, strong, active. And my I try to, and obviously for the most part, my habits do reflect that in the forms of exercise, activity levels, the food that I'm consuming. So it's me identifying as that as a person because we could... You could simply have a goal in mind and how you get to that goal is obviously could look a million different ways and that almost links on to the next part of it when we're talking about systems versus goals. Now, everybody can have a goal but if you don't have a system or habits that are put in place on how to get there then we're never going to reach that goal. And as I say, that can look different for most people but um, the systems and the habits are where the actual progress and change take place uh, if I my goal is to lose one stone in weight how am I going to do that well I'm going to increase my activity levels I'm going to pot- potentially reduce my calorie intake I'm going to get to the gym more often I'm going to do these things consistently and I know I'm then as we talked about at the start that compounding effect of what we're trying to achieve is going to start to take place Obviously, if we at some point stop that, then it's going to reverse back the way. But thinking about the systems and habits that you do have in your current uh, sort of lifestyle, your current week, your your routines, are they serving you in the sense that you're moving towards your goal or you're maintaining a goal that you've already achieved? Are they, I mean, we'll have habits that we probably want to change and maybe ditch. uh, And that's something we could obviously look into a bit more detail, especially off the back of this podcast. They have an actual little think of your habits and routines what ones are serving you and what ones aren't and we just again having a look at that in a bit more detail and being more conscious of it as well so sometimes it's nice to have that goal but unless we reverse engineer it and think well this is the goal and where we are now to where we want to be how are we actually going to get there what are the systems and habits that are in place or need to be in place for us to reach that target so that's going to be the main focus and Unfortunately, we can't rely on motivation to get us there because some days we will feel motivated, some days we won't. So if we've got robust systems and habits in place, then it won't matter whether we're having a good day or a bad day because for the most part, we're going to be doing these things regardless. Um, There will be the odd time or the odd week where things maybe aren't going according to plan. But that's just part of the course. As long as we get back into the the sort of main habits and routines as quickly as possible, um, we actually they talk about. I say they. There's a book called Atomic Habits, which is a lot of what this stuff is based on by a, a man called James Clear, and he talks about the two minute. Uh, sorry, the two day rule. Never miss two days in a row. So if you can miss one day, that's fair enough. Something may have popped up. Something may have happened that it was out with your control, and you couldn't sort of do anything about that try and get back into the habit the next day or as soon as possible that could be uh, again you missed a gym session for example for for whatever reason and then the next day you've obviously just got back up got back into the swing of things and that habit then just starts to take shape again so I'm not thinking about uh, we obviously go through peaks of motivation we were highly motivated or not very motivated at all so it's trying to as i mentioned before build robust systems and habits that are in place 
on a daily and weekly basis that we can rely on that are just set in stone and for the most part we're doing them give or take the odd day here or there where things don't go according to plan um so yeah systems versus goals and, and looking at your systems and habits in a bit more detail to think right what are the ones that i'm doing and are they sufficient enough am i doing it like again going back to the gym example is always a nice easy one am i doing what i'm doing enough days of the week for example I'm only going two times a week to the gym, but my goal is to obviously um, become stronger um, in certain exercises like a push-up. But I'm only going two days a week. Is that going to be sufficient to get me towards that goal or do I maybe need to increase that? It depends on you as the individual what your goal is, but the habits and routines that we have in place are simply the vehicles that are going to get us close to that goal and then essentially maintain that goal once we've achieved it. We also live in a sort of age of... Instant gratification, which um, doesn't help the situation. So an example of that is obviously we've got the touch of a remote and we can find our favourite TV programme. We get obviously messages and notifications on our phone every two seconds of the day, so it's instant gratification of something happening and we can see it straight away. Um, When it comes to our habits based on on health and, and weight loss, we don't always see those habits coming to fruition straight away, so it's not maybe always as exciting and as enticing to do those habits consistently. If you think of um, the weight loss side of things again, if it takes you, say, six months to achieve your um, weight loss goal, then you might think, oh, initially I'm doing all these workouts, I'm, I'm eating what I'm meant to be eating in terms of maybe reduced calorie intake and being more conscious in that sense, but I'm not seeing massive changes straight away. But as we go back to that compounding effect we talked about at the start, you'll start to see those small changes build up over time and obviously each and every day we sort of add to that it gets big it gets the snowball effect starts to kick in and we get more and more progress and that starts to build and we start to see change over time so it can be a little bit harder to to maintain those habits and systems when we are not seeing the results straight away but again it links back to the identity why are we doing it what kind of person do we want to be who are we doing it for obviously ourselves and, and potentially our close family so always going back to the the reason for doing it um, and thinking about the the long term long term sort of compounding effect and how that's going to help us and if we want it enough and it's a, a desire of ours then it's something we're going to stick with and uh, and try and achieve over the long term so it can be hard in this this world of instant gratification social media all these things that come um relatively quickly to us and we don't have to i mean if it's an amazon partial for example we don't have to wait too long on those either and um, it can be next day delivery so yeah just thinking back to your identity and who you want to be do your habits reflect that um and obviously other systems and habits we've got in place um doing the job and making us um the person we want to be and helping us along that path of, of progression and, and making those positive changes. There's oh, you, We can go a bit deeper into the sort of the science of habits and how they, they work. There's a, a habit loop that essentially is the, the cue for the, the habit, the craving, the response and uh, the reward. Now, the, the let's use an example. Uh, a cue for a craving could be in the morning when you wake up and you're obviously you feel you need to brush your teeth. You want that sort of fresh mouth feeling. So that's the cue. And then obviously the craving is to have that. Um, fresh mouth feel the response is to then brush your teeth and then the reward is then to um, feel that mouth feel once you've brushed your teeth so it's a nice little habit cycle and then goes through the habit loop um, and that's something that's quite easy to do and we do every day obviously twice a day we brush our teeth um, so it's a nice simple one to, to look at and it, it's the same with other things it could be 
if for the stressful day at work. This that's obviously the cue for then the craving, which is to, to relax. And that could be a response of sitting in front of the TV for a few hours, just totally blanking out and, and obviously not really thinking about anything else and sort of detaching from what's happened over the course of the day. So it's looking at you, you can also link your habits in that sense to whether, again, they're good or, or negative and think, right, well, if I want to try and create a new habit, how can I, again, make it easy and attractive to do, satisfying to do, and obviously, whether that's an exercise routine that you're you're thinking about or coming to the gym or doing your workouts, it can be, right, well, simple as, right, I'm going to make it nice and obvious and, and easy. I'm going to lay my workout stuff out at night because I know I'm going in the morning and make those sort of friction barriers less and less so that when you do go up in the morning, your stuff's sitting there, you're ready to go uh, and you're obviously get to that gym and get that session done. So there's ways of making it easier to, to achieve these goals. And then if you think of a bad habit, for example, if it was, um, let's say somebody smokes and they obviously we want to make that habit more unattractive and, and more difficult to to consume and it could be a case of right i know i'm going to go to work today and i i'm going to leave my wallet at home because i know that if i take my wallet i'm going to go and buy a packet of cigarettes for example so putting like more barriers more friction in between that habit can be a good way of breaking bad habits and making it easier and more obvious um can be a good way of picking up new habits Um we could even think of things like again mentioned in the atomic habits book by james clear things like habit stacking which is like putting one habit on top of another um, if you think of a little um, good one is that if somebody's boiling the kettle in the morning, they could do the five minutes. Well, I mean, I'm not that many kettles these days take five minutes to boil, but um, while the kettle's boiling, you could simply do some squats or you could do some stretching. And it's just a nice little way that the trigger is the cue, obviously, of uh, boiling the kettle for your morning cup of coffee. You could then do your 20, 30 squats while that's happening um, or a little bit of stretching, for example, and just little ways you can add habits on that are a positive to your day. And it just shows you obviously little um, examples of that and how you could do that. So talking about habits in, in, in general, just to sort of finish off, we call them non-negotiables for the simple fact that we're trying to identify things that we want to do on a, a daily and weekly basis that are, again, non-negotiable. We've got them in the, the diary, we've scheduled them in and we're trying to achieve those most weeks of the year, most days um, of the week. Um, just to kind of use mine as an example I my main non-negotiables um, based on sort of health and fitness one's going to be sleep so a minimum of seven hours sleep per evening and again with two young kids like I'm sure a lot of us know that doesn't always happen but it's just identifying right that's one thing that I really want to focus on I want to prior prioritise my sleep so that I've got sufficient energy levels I can go about my day and get everything done and feel good um, knowing that I've got a sufficient amount of sleep over the course of the evening a second non-negotiable for me would be training and exercise and that's going to be roughly about four times a week or say four or five hours a week and I'm making sure that in my schedule, part of my weekly routine, that gets taken care of and is done. And I've got to a point now where I haven't done it for so long that it's, again, it's just natural, it's habitual, it doesn't take any thought, it's just at 11 o'clock, Monday to Friday, pretty much every week, I will be doing some form of exercise unless I'm on holiday or obviously busy doing something else that's taken away from that. And it might slightly reduce my weekly frequency from four sessions to three or five to four. And that could just depend. Another third non-negotiable would be drinking two litres of water a day as a sort of bare minimum. Some days it'll be more than that. It could be on a cold, obviously winter day, it might be about that. It just depends, but that's, a, again, a minimum sort of intake for the day. 
And then the fourth one would be on the nutritional side of things. There's actually sort of two caveats to this just now. And one would be the protein source with each meal. I'm looking at my meals and I'm trying to see where in that meal that I'm going to get a decent amount of um, protein from, what that looks like and how that affects the meal and the balance of that meal. So that's like, again, a focus. And a non-negotiable is that every meal, say, nine meals out of 10 or 19 meals out of 20 is going to have a really solid protein source in there that's going to give me anywhere between sort of 20 and 40 grams of protein I know that's going to take care of that over the course of the day the second one would be currently I'm doing some a form of intermittent fasting where I'm doing the 16 hour fasting window followed by an 8 hour eating window and again that's something I just went back to at the start of the year um, in January this year and it was a case of took me a week or two to kind of get to grips with that again figure out so our habits do change and our routines do change we're always having to adapt and adjust to make sure that we are again being as efficient as possible but everything um, changes from time to time so it's just being aware of that um, and obviously having to then figure that out a little bit so that that is sort of the other nutritional non-negotiable at the minute intermittent fasting sort of five to seven days a week except from this morning when my wife made uh, pancakes for the kids and I couldn't resist. But um, yeah, it's just making sure that I've got those set in stone over the course of the week and I can, again, rely on those. They're pretty robust, they're pretty solid. Uh, and I know that if I deviate from that one night for lack of sleep, for example, I'll just try and get straight back into that habit and routine the next night, knowing that it's, um, it's obviously massively important. It's, again, part of my identity, who I want to be, and I want my habits to reflect that. So, yeah, that's a little breakdown on habits and I I want you guys to go away and have a think about your own habits, what they look like. Again, do they identify with the person you want to be? Um, And are there ways, are we just just throwing that goal up there and not thinking about the habits that are going to get us there? Maybe look at like sort of reverse engineering that in a little bit to make sure we're, we're on the right track. And if you want to do a bit of further reading into this, I would definitely recommend the book uh, Atomic Habits by James Clear. It's a great book uh, and it gives you a lot of insight into, again, that habit loop in terms of how it works for each individual habit and ways of making sort of new habits, again, more obvious, more attractive, easy to do and more satisfying. And then when it comes to the sort of reverse of that, trying to break bad habits, making them more unattractive, or, eh, unattractive, more difficult and more unsatisfying so that we can maybe break those a bit easier. So... That's been the the second episode of the Synergy Performance Podcast. I've been your host, Mark Gallagher. And as I say before, just a little takeaway from this week. Thinking about your own habits and how they affect your um, life and your health and your fitness and what you can maybe do to improve that over time. And if you do want to do a bit further, more further reading, you can get the, the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. But yeah, stay strong, guys, and I will see you or speak to you on the next episode. <laughs>